Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, an award-winning tour showcasing Asheville's spectacular rooftop views and fascinating city history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food with reserved seating and transportation included. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. And by RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on all your favorite podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from people who are not content to sit around once their kids leave the house, but instead go out and discover and celebrate the people and experiences that makes travel so special. My guest today is Suzanne Stavert, a travel writer, brand ambassador, and culinary explorer who inspires empty nesters and others to find adventures wherever they go. She is an empty nester herself and is always trying on new things to find adventures and share that unique perspective and her eye-catching photography will wow you through her blog, which is adventuresofemptynesters.com. And Suzanne, it is awesome to have you on Speaking of Travel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. Well, Suzanne, I have followed your blog for a while, being an empty nester myself, and I am just so, you know, inspired sometimes is overused, but the way I feel is reading your posts, seeing your adventures, seeing how you are stepping out of your comfort zone all the time just makes me feel like, wow, if Suzanne can do that, I can do that. How did you even come up with such a great idea? Well, thank you. That's so nice because validation is a lovely thing. And I think that we all empty nesters have so much in common, um, whether we're married or not married, which we can touch on in a little while. Um, well, it really 
started because I was miserable. <laughs> my, my first child, our first child, as my husband likes to remind me, our first child went away to college and our kids are five years apart. So you would think I would be okay. But I actually cried from September to February, sometime during the day, every single day. I missed her terribly. She was in the state of Washington and we were in California and I just felt lost. You know, no one prepares you for this, this stage in life. You know, if you re recall when we were pregnant, we had uh, the book, what to expect when you're expecting. Well, no one writes what to expect when you're an empty nester. So I started writing about it. And then I created this blog called Adventures of Empty Nesters. I had had a health blog uh, prior to that, that I was writing about health and a healthy lifestyle. So I was familiar with what it was like to create a blog. So I just came up with Adventures of Empty Nesters, which really adventures covers really anything you want it to be. It can be about family life. And so that's what I ended up doing is starting to write just about my feelings, about the changes in the empty nest, the, the smells of the empty nest, the all the, all the different things that you remembered, how, how your holidays changed. I mean, we have a lot of changes in our life when our kids are grown and they leave. And then what ended up happening is in addition to writing about the empty nest, because you don't have children at home, you have a lot more time and flexibility and in some cases, a little bit more spending money. And so we ended up traveling more. And I wrote about that. And a second career was born because I ended up um, hearing from brands and destinations and they wanted me to come and investigate and explore what they had to offer. And I created this career and I have had a blast. Wow, a second career after your kids leave home and you're starting all over. But I have to ask, when you and your husband made the decision, like how did you both determine after this kind of sad time of letting go that you were ready? Like, come on, honey, let's take a trip. Mm -hmm. Let's have an adventure. How did that even come up? Well, I, I think that's an excellent question. And I think there's a lot of sad people out there, you know, starting in September right now, there is a lot of sad parents and they think their life is over and they can't go forward. And I'm thinking, I finally, my husband says, Suzanne, she's not dead. She's at college. And I know that sounds very blunt, but he's right, you know, we spend 18 years or more uh, providing all of the, the information and education and support you can for your children. And you need for them to be independent. You need for them to go off. And so it's our time now. It's our time to do what we've put on hold, perhaps, for the last couple of decades. And we love being parents. Don't get me wrong. But I, life is short. And if COVID didn't teach us anything, it is that life is short and family is everything and we need to take care of ourselves. And I mean, in all kinds of adventures, I don't mean just in our health, of course, which we know how important that is, but we need to, to take care of our mental state and realize that there's a big world out there and I wanted to go find it. Well, you did. And you started a whole, <laughs> a whole brand and, and a whole new world for yourself and, and your husband, too, because it sounds like your buddies that you get to 
he doesn't go on all of them. And it, it, it we're, we're kind of independent and dependent at the same time. I mean, he does have a full-time job. He's in the software industry. So he's pretty busy. And so he squeezes in a couple weeks a year uh, to go with me. And especially if there's something extra special um, that I've been invited to, then he does try to, to go as well. But I do most of my traveling solo. Well, speaking of solo, I would imagine that not all empty nesters are couples. They aren't. And what's interesting is you, you you kind of always think about, you know, a husband and wife, and you always talk about what it's like with their relationship. But there's plenty of single parents out there that are divorced or widowed, or, you know, maybe they never got married. I actually have friends that never had children, but still feel like empty nesters in a, in a quirky sort of way, because they they're doing the same things we are they're having changes in their life they're 50 years old or you know they've come to midlife and maybe they're going to make a career change so it's kind of similar to being an empty nester you know what's interesting with the blog is that i started out with an audience of primarily empty nesters right so it, that was the subject matter and then what ended up happening is that the children our children in their 20s were following me as well because they thought what we were doing, these, these adventures, they're fairly creative and a little bit different. Um, they wanted to do them too. And then my mother's generation was really interested in reading about my adventures because maybe they didn't want to do them necessarily, but they wanted to follow along. They wanted that kind of optimistic, life isn't over when your kids leave the nest kind of attitude. So my audience grew that way um, with having these three generations of people actually coming to the blog, which was something I never expected. Well, that is so beautiful. And it and it really proves that there is indeed through this new technology, this social media and being able to reach all these various and diverse audiences, a paradigm shift that these mm -hmm. perceptions of how you should be that were maybe created back in our parents' generation are mm -hmm. now being tested and and pushed aside. And people like you, Suzanne, are kind of the trendsetter, the pioneers saying, I'm going to make it different. And people are are attracted to that. So when we come back from the break, I want to I want to talk more about this brand ambassador that you talked about because that to me sounds just very dreamy being a <laughs> brand ambassador, which is really what you're doing for empty nesters too in a way, right? Thank you. Yes, I I think so too. Well, stay tuned. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm here today with Suzanne Stavert and we're talking about being empty nesters, going through, you know, there's some identity crisis, I'm sure, that goes along with all of these changes that are happening. So stay tuned and pay attention because we're all going to be here at some point. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
It's crisp, it's clean, it's cool, and it's here. Fall is in the air. While the brisk breeze billows through the kaleidoscope of colors cascading across the mountains, there is no better time to get out and explore the breathtaking beauty that our backyard has to offer. Adventure is the name of the game. What better to kick off in than a symmetrical all-wheel drive Subaru to take you through whatever terrain you wish to tackle? Adventure is waiting, and the choice is yours. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. Hi, this is Kay. At Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, we put you in the middle of experiencing Asheville like no one else can. With an expert guide by your side, you'll have an all-access pass to what makes Asheville so unique. Our sense of place, history, and awe, along with great food and drinks and spectacular views. We follow safety protocols on every tour. Come experience why TripAdvisor awarded our company the 2020 Traveler's Choice Award, placing us in the top 10% of attractions worldwide. To learn more about us and our award-winning tours, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. In other words, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with Suzanne Staver. Suzanne has a blog, Adventures of EmptyNesters.com, but is also, as I mentioned, uh, an empty nester herself. Suzanne, you do all kinds of things, and I had mentioned earlier about your photography because. I do want to give a shout out. When you uh-huh. go on your blog and you look at those beautiful photos, I just get like goosebumps wishing I was there with you all the time. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've, I've been working on it for a while and things are kind of clicking into place right now. So I, I appreciate that. I look at the world through a photographer's eye and I enjoy it very much. I, I receive a lot of joy from a plate of peaches or, you know, I mean, it could be architecture or it could be landscapes or it can be, don't really photograph people that that much. It's more inanimate objects or views of things or uh, landscapes and architecture. I, I love patterns and um, interesting architectural details. And all these places that you're going are, are so colorful and magical and enchanting. And, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about this brand ambassador uh, that you are, that you, you're able to bring these destinations right to us. Give us a little bit of an idea of how that even works, Suzanne. Well, every situation is different. Every brand is different. And the way I look at it is that I'm bringing something to to people that they probably wouldn't have known about prior. And what I I like about what I do is I bring an authenticity and a sincerity to a destination or to a product or a tour that and I bring you inside. So like, for example, when I worked with Viking Cruises, we took an incredible cruise. I had never taken a Viking cruise before, and I was always curious, and I was blown away. And again, I'm not being sponsored to talk about this. It's just the truth. And I think that's what's important is this truthfulness. I am not telling you, hey, I'm a celebrity, and this is a great cruise. Come on the cruise. I am actually taking you inside 
with my photography, with my videos, talking about what I'm discovering on these tours. And I think it's a, it's a real thing. If you've never been on a Viking cruise, you can literally go on my website or go on my Pinterest and see what's it really like on a Viking cruise. And I think it's a really great way to share this authentic kind of marketing experience that, that a brand can't do for itself. Well, I agree. And, and you do reach in to these destinations and portray them in a most authentic way so that we can really put ourselves in that situation. And I know this must have been a really hard time for you over the last 18 months or more, not being able to travel because you did have some epic journeys and adventures going on prior to being sheltered in place. So give us give us a little idea of of how you created that space for yourself during this time and how maybe you were able to grow in some other areas. Thank you. That is an excellent question. I appreciate your thoughtfulness. Yeah, in 2019, I made 27 different trips around the globe. We went to Iceland and Italy and Japan all in the same year, plus many trips around the United States, a a food tour in Kansas City, Kansas. I did all kinds of fun, really fun things. And then it just abruptly stopped. And honestly, I was pretty lost trying to figure out exactly where I was going to go with this. I did. My husband and I did something fun. We did something called cocktail adventures where we shared on Instagram and it's now on my in the video section of my Instagram where we shared a favorite cocktail recipe. We made it for the camera and then we shared and paired a travel memory that went with this particular cocktail. So I was still it was pivoting, so to speak. It was like I'm going to work on my video skills. I'm going to work on my writing skills. I had to find a creative outlet since I wasn't traveling. So we we did do that. And I really enjoyed that whole process. And then I also created a brand new podcast called Travel Connections, which is starting in October. So that was a very, uh, very difficult, as you know, it is not easy to create a podcast. Well, I think putting all of this together, it's almost like when you first became that empty nester where you had all this kind of blank Mm -hmm. time and and you know i think of it kind of like a bubble that hasn't been filled in yet with all the the dialogue and you really were able to again think outside the box look at your health your mental health how am i going to get through this because as we know traveling uh I feel just puts years on your life uh, Mm -hmm. when you travel to be able to project yourself into other scenarios and come out on the other side. I'm, I'm pretty impressed here, Suzanne. Well, thank you. And, and that is true. It it did have a strong parallels with being an empty nester because I didn't have the time. I have a, a unique job. It's kind of the Wild West, what I do. It's not, there's no hard and fast rules. It's not like I'm an accountant and, and there are, you know, certain rules that you, you follow and everybody knows what an accountant is, but what, for what I do, it's very, very personal and very individual. And so 
I had to reinvent and pivot and be creative. And, you know, I wanted, in addition, frankly, I was depressed. I, I think most of us were during that time. And I don't think I realized how depressed I was until I got to travel recently. And because of that, I realized, oh my goodness, you know, sometimes we just have to do the best we can for a while and kind of figure it out as we go, right? As empty nesters, we don't know exactly what we need to do. Sometimes we have to try a few things, right? Did you ever do something like that? I've done many things like that, to be <laughs> honest with you, Suzanne. I sometimes think back like, oh my gosh, that was so crazy. But it's important that we think outside the box and that we stretch ourselves past those comfort zones that are so easy to get wrapped up in and say, you know, everything is status quo. Everything feels comfy. It's like having your little security blanket with you all the time. I always think of the Peanuts character, Linus, who always carried his little blankie around. That's how we are, I feel, as adults, especially women, I think, mm -hmm. definitely have that just kind of, oh, everything is okay, everything is the way it should be. I'm not really going to step out of it. But you right. do, and you tell us that it's okay to do that. That is, uh, that's a legacy right there, Suzanne. Well, thank, thank you very much. I, I do feel that. I want to encourage people to go out and find adventure. That's my little hashtag. It's just to find adventure, however you define it for yourself. It's not my adventure or your adventure. It needs to be your own personal adventure. And we need to go out and find it because life is short and we need to go out there and enjoy it. And, you know, it's, we're very fortunate to live in a, in a world where we can try different things and enjoy and get better at things and educate and, you know, work on personal development. There's a lot of things we can do for, for ourselves. And now is really the time. And as you mentioned, you've been out traveling again. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk about what you're seeing as far as trends today in travel, because we've all gone through, as we know, so many changes and things are still changing on a very regular yes. basis. So Suzanne, tell us again how we can get in touch with you so people can get signed up and, and start following you as we're talking. Well, thank you. Um, you can go to adventuresofemptynesters.com. My podcast is called Travel Connections. You can find it everywhere that you listen to Marilyn's podcast. And on Instagram, at Suzanne Stavert and at Adventures of Empty Nesters. Well, we are all going to be your new followers, Suzanne, and, and take heed. And when we come back, we're going to find out what are some of these new trends in travel it's changing every day. We really need to be paying attention on how we can start safely stepping out again. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel, and we'll be right back. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier has been a fixture in our nation's capital and a destination for tourists since 1921. On November 11th, you can celebrate the 100th anniversary of this remarkable monument with a musical tribute to our fallen heroes. 
Urban Arias, an opera company in Washington, D.C., commissioned brand new songs for this special occasion. The music is by the American composer Sean O'Peblo, and the words are by Marcus Amaker, the poet laureate of Charleston, South Carolina. The musicians are filmed on location in Washington, with the National Mall and the Arlington National Cemetery as scenic backdrops. You can watch the global premiere of these dramatic songs streaming on demand at urbanarias.com, November 11th through the 18th. You won't want to miss this special presentation. Free registration at urbanarias.com. That's U-R-B-A-N-A-R-I-A-S.com, November 11th through 18th. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like On Jupiter and Mars In other words Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and here with me today is Suzanne Stavert. Suzanne is a travel writer, a brand ambassador, loves food. Suzanne, what can I say? You're a woman after my own heart. Let's just put it that way, right? (laughs) Yes, everyone. You know, it's hard to understand someone who doesn't love food. (laughs) Exactly. And as a traveler, that is one of the most fun parts about traveling is being able to taste different cuisines. And I even tell my listeners, you don't have to go to Europe or Italy or any of these places, although that would be great if you did. But you could go down to Charleston, you could go down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and you're going to have a totally different culinary experience. Am I right? Oh, you are so right. And I think regionally, the United States has some of the best food in the world. And absolutely, you can try your hand, you know, because we're such an international country, you can have, you know, uh, access to all kinds of cuisine. You don't have to leave the country in order to try new and delightful uh, cuisine. Well, you had mentioned earlier that as part of your travels, you had spent time not only in Europe, but also in the United States traveling around. Let's talk a little bit about that because everybody's still kind of, well, should I get on a plane? What should I do? And yes, I think that as long as you're safe and uh, I would imagine that those trends are showing that people can safely get on a plane. But let's talk a little bit about our own country, the United States of America, and the fact that we've got so many beautiful national parks and scenic overlooks and let's talk a little bit about the trend in road trips because that has really taken off these past couple of years well it it has and i think once people started to feel more comfortable i i think that the airline travel was was a roadblock no no pun intended was a roadblock um they just didn't feel like they wanted to be confined you know to a small space with with strangers I do believe that the airlines are doing an excellent job keeping us safe. And now with the vaccination, I think that has changed the game. Um, In many cases, you know, especially if you're going abroad, you have to take a PCR test in order to, to, and have a negative COVID test in order for you to fly. So what could be safer? You know, I went to Maui actually in January of this year, and you had to have a negative test in order to get on the plane. 
So really, that was before vaccinations. So how much more safe could you be than being on a plane full of people that were testing negative? So that was a a comfort level that was nice. But I do think that people have really gravitated towards road trips and perhaps not even going that far away from home, maybe 100, 200 miles from home just to get out. We've been locked locked down at home for so long that we're like, we got to get out of here. And so I think outdoor activities, I think COVID has really brought the outdoors to the forefront of possible vacations, family vacations, national parks. The thing you need to know now about national parks is many of them require reservations because it's like once there's a trend going, everyone goes, oh, yeah, I want to do it. Oh, yeah, I want to do it. And then all of a sudden the national parks are overrun with travel enthusiasts so happy to get out. Well, being outdoors is definitely so beneficial for your well-being. And certainly COVID sparked that. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've seen problems here just in Western North Carolina. We have so many beautiful resources, the great outdoors, national parks, that were really being overrun with people who wanted, like you said, to get outside A lot of people don't know how to be outside, so it's a whole new learning curve for everybody. And when we talk about everybody, let's talk a little bit about multi-generational, because I know that is, again, something that we're beginning to see reemerge. I think there was a time when that was very commonplace. Now it's starting to reemerge. What are you seeing, especially from your empty nester perspective? Well, I, I, I think multi-generational travel is probably here to stay because I think that the generation of like new grandparents like you and I, um, we have our children who have been taught to travel. We have our parents who are still very healthy. And so now we have the, the opportunity to mix these generations. I mean, it is such a gift to have the grandchildren the adult grandchildren, I should say. And there's nothing wrong with children, but I'm just saying having that opportunity with our schedule so busy to have our parents able to spend quality time with their grown grandchildren is a gift. We we actually uh, scheduled two. I had a milestone birthday recently and we took our my parents and both of our kids and their spouses and my husband and myself to Sonoma and we rented an Airbnb house and we wine tasted and we ate wonderful food and we had a chef come in and we had a cooking class together. It was, it was dreamy, but what was so lovely is watching these three generations enjoy each other. And I think the important thing with multi-generational travel is that you include a little something for everyone that no one is the bossy one saying, we're going to do everything I want to do. I think that you need to kind of discuss this as a group. Well, I love the idea of having communication. I think that's so important. And what better way to really find common ground than to be talking about where you can vacation together Mm -hmm. as a family. And I can tell you, I know as well that those experiences, you put them in your memory bank and they just create experiences Mm -hmm. that will be remembered in all lives, 
in everybody's lives. We're moving away from things. I think that we are purchasing experiences, whatever that experience may be. Maybe it's a ball game. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a class we do together. But I think that we're all gravitating towards experiences with each other. I think so too. And and that's a lovely way to even think about gift giving as you were talking about your um your special birthday and what better gift than to have the people that you love around you and being able to have those experiences. Well, what what's in store for you, Suzanne? What can we expect as as the year goes on? I'm so excited about your new podcast. Anything else that that we can shout out for you? Oh my goodness. Well, thank you. I I don't think I mentioned earlier. I did write a short ebook that's called How to Find Adventure in the Empty Nest. And it's really kind of a guide to help those people that are kind of in a quandary as to where they want to go next. It, it gives them kind of a layout of where to go. And at the very end, there's even a, a place that asks questions of how an empty nester might want to move forward or just trying to figure out where they are in their life. So I do have my book, um, but I hope they'll come listen to Travel Connections, visit me on my website. And that's the thing I love the most is when people reach out, DM me on, on Instagram or ask me a question or, you know, go on my website and click on the search bar and, and look for information because there is a lot of adventures that we have taken that may not have happened yesterday, but oh my goodness, the world is a big place and I've been fortunate to go to many places. Well, we just want to keep following you, Suzanne, as you continue to to grow and, and try new things and go out and have more adventures. We can all learn something from you being this pioneer. And I just want to thank you so much for everything that you do. And tell us again your website and how we can get more information. Okay. So the website is adventuresofemptynesters.com. And actually to at the top of the page, there's a place you can click for podcasts. So you can go right to the podcast page, which is Travel Connections on Instagram at Suzanne Stavert and at Adventures of Empty Nesters. Also visit me on Pinterest at Suzanne Stavert. Pinterest is a fantastic place to learn a lot of new things. And um, it's an up and coming search engine for sure. Well, thank you so much. We have so much to learn and so many adventures to take, and we're going to all be right there together. So let's definitely keep in touch. Okay, I would love that. Thank you. Well, thanks, Suzanne, for being on Speaking of Travel. I want to give a quick reminder that now is the best time to check off your must-do list for the upcoming leaf season right here in the mountains and foothills surrounding Asheville and Western North Carolina. Coming up next is Jen Brooks. She's the editor and social media manager of RomanticAsheville.com, the most popular online travel guide. So stay tuned. Buongiorno. This is Mark Smith, president of Private Italy Tours. I am thrilled to announce our 2022 tour calendar. Italy awaits, as she always has, with remarkable cities, countryside, history, food, and wine, and the Italian people. In spring, experience the canals of Venice, the beauty of the Veneto, and the stunning hills of Tuscany. 
The Umbrian Valley shimmers and the Sibyllini Mountains frame the region of La Marque in early summer. The lyrical beauty of the lake region and northern Italy combine snow-capped Alps, stunning lakes, and the best food of Italy in June. Or perhaps you would prefer the beauty of fall travel in 2022. In September, the Amalfi Coast and Sicily beckon, a combination of stunning sea, incredible food, and fascinating history are yours to experience. Puglia, the heel of Italy's boot, its cerulean sea-line coast, and the rough-hewn hillsides of Basilicata await in October. Our diverse tour experiences offer constant attention to safe travel, experiences and encounters with the Italian people, and the creation of unforgettable memories. During your stay in a gorgeous villa, you can unpack, relax, and let us take care of the details. On each tour, cooks prepare your meals, you have beautiful ensuite accommodations, and we provide safe and very comfortable transportation for our small groups of only 10 to 14 guests. Our fully refundable deposit option is available for all tours in 2022, so you can book with peace of mind. We are all excited about traveling again. Select our boutique tours for your travels to Bella Italia in 2022. Relax, enjoy, and connect with the Italian culture with Private Italy Tours, private-italy.com. Fall in North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains is the perfect time to get out and explore. With all the natural wonders and beautiful vistas, now is the time to create your perfect vacation or staycation in the land of the sky. With the region's most popular online travel guide, not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com Travel Guide covers a nearly 100-mile radius in and around Asheville, North Carolina. With idyllic weather, beautiful scenery, and a variety of safe and memorable adventures, Western North Carolina is the place to be. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. I'm never a big fan of the days getting shorter, but it does signal the beginning of the autumn season. And here in Western North Carolina, there are so many things to look forward to. So bundle up and get ready to grab your camera to view one of the most spectacular cycles of nature, the annual changing of the leaves. Looking for the best way to plan your fall vacation? Joining me is Jen Brooks, the editor and social media manager of RomanticAsheville.com, the most popular online travel guide to the mountains and foothills surrounding Asheville and Western North Carolina. And hi, Jen. Thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. Hi, Marilyn. It's good to be back. Well, Jen, there certainly already is a little crisp cleanness in the air, which is all perfect for outdoors and being able to go look at the leaves. So give us a little idea. You guys over there at RomanticAsheville.com seem to have the no 
on that fall <laughs> color timeline. What is it looking like? Well, as you know, Mother Nature is sometimes hard to predict, but um, what we're noticing now, we have had unusually warmer temps, um, and there's kind of this cocktail of things that need to happen weather-wise to have kind of the brightest, best fall color. But we are just slightly uh, maybe behind a week from what we can tell. Um, First areas that tend to seem color um, are areas on the Blue Ridge Parkway at higher elevations like Rough Ridge and Graveyard Fields, and those have just start at the very beginning of fall color. We should be able to see kind of the the color show happening and trickling down the mountains by next week. Well, what do you think will be some of the best spots? Well, the Blue Ridge Parkway is, is really your access to multiple spots at multiple elevations, great scenes. That is, that is a huge part of the fall color in this area because we're so lucky to have the parkway that runs through it. Um, lots of places, like I mentioned, graveyard fields and rough ridge are really key spots. The viaduct, the Limville viaduct out near kind of the Boone area, Banner Elk area, that is a very popular spot that you can drive along and really get a blast of color. Um, Piscuit and Restaurant on the Parkway is a great place. Of course, these are the beginning of fall color. Um, And as it makes its way down the mountain, um, you'll have some of the lower elevations, which include a lot of our small towns that we have on our website uh, with lots of guides and uh, best spots and best places to check out. Um, And then, of course, Asheville, um, we've built more of the Arboretum and downtown. All that kind of unfolds um, towards the end of October, beginning of November. So, We're um, actively going to start our live fall color shots next week and update folks on exactly where they can go and what what's ahead. Um, So we we outline that and update that every week on our fall color guide for everyone. I am always in awe of how you keep everything so current and up to date, Jen. I have (laughs) to tell you, it's like who it's like you have a bunch of little elves over there and they're all working at night and 24 7 to get everything current yeah well we we definitely have a team of folks that we we uh, rely on and um as an editor i definitely go out there and try to capture it but we have a lot of great support and people around us who share and help us keep things on track um lots of great partners that are amazing attractions around this area that we all do it collectively together. So it's a good thing. <laughs> it is a good thing. And over the past year, I've been talking to your partners every week, the people who are keeping things open and being mindful about what customers and visitors and guests expect today. Yeah. And and they all are so inspiring to me. Now, I do have to ask, because I did mention in my intro that it's time to bundle up. What should people wear? Give us an idea of, of what to pack if we're coming into Western North Carolina during this season. Yeah, well, so um, layers is key. <laughs> I definitely, when I'm traveling along the parkway or visiting some higher elevation places like Mount Mitchell, which could be 20 degrees cooler than it is in Asheville, you always want to have your backup. You want to have layers. You want to have a coat that you can bring with you if you need it, because you will need it (laughs) if you're going to see some of these spots at higher elevations. But, you know, just kind of bring bring your your little phone to snap some shots, um, unplug and and take in the view too, um, and just you know, bundle up. Picnics are great this time of year. We have a whole picnic guide for fall picnics as well. Just kind of being in the moment, being in nature, rejuvenating yourself, and also just 
keep yourself nice and toasty while you're at it. Well, it's definitely the safest time of the year to be outside. You've got so much happening outside, and the weather Mm -hmm. usually does cooperate, and it's so beautiful, and the lighting is so beautiful. And you were talking about the small towns and the Mm -hmm. events and the fun, and I know that there's a lot of activities for people to do, like zip lining and hiking, Mm -hmm. you mentioned, and uh, national parks. Give us an idea when you go on to romanticashville.com, how you might want to navigate your way around to get all that information. Yeah, sure. So if you go to our fall, fall color timeline and we, we update that page nearly daily um, throughout the fall season, we're going to collect all of those pieces together to give you a full guide where you can then click on other guides that are going to show you exactly where to go, what are where top spots are, things that are located nearby. So for example, on our Fall color page. We also put our small town guides there, linked to our small town guides. And those are going to show you kind of what location they're in and what's nearby so that you can kind of curate your own fall day or fall weekend. Like I said, zip lines are great. There's there's such a great, a great way to experience fall, fall color. Um, it's thrilling, it's exhilarating, you're in nature, um, and you're being, you know, you're touring the mountaintops essentially. Um, we have zipline guides attached to our fall guide, of course, fall hikes. Um, camping is really big. Um, there's been a lot of closures due to flooding from the recent um, hurricane we had, but we've updated all that to have an up-to-date, accurate um, guide for what's open, where you can camp, where you can go visit in these national parks. And, you know, of course, waterfalls can be visited any time of year. Um, and we have a guide for waterfalls that are open year-round as well. Well, there is just so much to see and do just going to romanticashville.com. You can find out so many things. And Jen, tell us again what area romanticashville.com covers. Yeah, so we cover essentially 16 different counties in Western North Carolina, most of which are, are kind of close by or spread out among the Blue Ridge Parkway. We, the entirety, you know, our section of Blue Ridge Parkway that we cover obviously is in the North Carolina section. Um, but we cover we we go as far out as Graham County and all the way, you know, towards like Silva and, and some other areas, Morganton. We um, get all the way up to Banner Elk. And um, those are those are wonderful places, diverse places, unique places. A lot of folks don't know how, how these small towns offer a lot of unique fun from dining, restaurants, um, nearby hotspots, attractions, nature. There's really a lot to explore that many people don't know about in this area. Well, all the more reason to get up this way and and start exploring. You said a few key words that just resonate with me, fun being the number one. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. We love to have have fun. fun. (laughs) Well, Jen, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel and catching us up as you do with what's happening today and uh, the fall colors coming. And again, I want to give a big shout out to you and your whole team for keeping everything current, safe, up to date, sustainable, all the key attributes. You are the models and we are we are grateful to have you guys here in Western North Carolina. Oh, thank you so much, Marilyn. It's always a pleasure being here. Well, thanks, Jen. And remember, that's romanticashville.com. And also thanks to Suzanne for being on Speaking of Travel. Now that it's the pumpkin spice everything time of the year, this is by far the healthiest time to get outside and play. 
Just a few minutes has proven to help your mood and your well-being. And who doesn't need some of that right now? Did you know that just a simple act of walking contributes to over 80% of our creativity? So the bottom line, getting outdoors will help you live happier and could put years on your life. So choose a time every day to get outside. It's going to be just the most beautiful time of the year anywhere you are. And Frank said, the best remedy for those who are afraid, lonely, or unhappy is to go outside, somewhere where they can be quiet, alone with the heavens, nature, and God. Because only then does one feel that all is as it should be, and that God wishes to see people happy amongst the simple beauty of nature. I firmly believe that nature brings solace in all troubles. And remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Roll, roll.